a good day of Shabbos Chaboisa. Hagam that we're stickled between Azman and Dik, between the Zman, the Zman Kayetz in Yeshiva, and we're going up Be'ezer Hashem to Pennsylvania to continue the Limudim. We have a couple of days. Bein Hazmanim. I still feel it's important to share with the Talmidim. Abyssal Divrei Chizik in the Parsha. And one really Machshavak Tzorah. That I think is very important to focus on. To understand the Hashivas sometimes of a small Nakuda. That's really what I want to try to bring out. Of how much what one may perceive as a small aspect can actually be life-changing. Try to get a handle a little bit on Bilam Arosha. Tremendous Sakona Klayisro were in from Bilam Arosha. The Zayir HaKodesh says this was like from the biggest Sakonis of all time, for Klal Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch Hu did a special, like we say in the after, Kodesh Baruch Hu did Sidkos Hashem. The Chas V'Sholem, if Hashem would have been Zoyim, there would have been an anger that day, it would have been Chas V'Sholem. So we were in a big Sakon. We are in a tremendous Sakon. But the Baruch Shalom, was Merachem al Yisrael al Beno Yechidoi. And I want to try to understand the makeup of Bilam. And again, he tried to capture us in our weakest time. Because obviously, when we talk about a Klola, right, when we talk about a Klola, we're always afraid of Klolas. They say a Maise, somebody came to another Godel in Eretz Yisrael, one of the G'delim. He asked him, he says he wants this Godel to give him a broche that the clawless of his neighbor, he got into a fight with his neighbor. He knows his neighbor is cursing him out. He asked the Rav, he should have him, that the clawless of his neighbor shouldn't be chal, shouldn't prevail over him. So the Rav looked at him and he said, I don't understand you. doesn't sound like you're a big chosset of your neighbor. You don't think he's the best guy. If you needed a broche, would you go to this guy? <laughs> would you go to get a broche from him? So he looks at the Rav and he says, of course not. This is not a guy I go for brachas to. He says, no. So if you don't care about his brachas, why do you care about his clothes? So the person thought for a moment and then he said a very insightful idea. He said, anything you do with the whole neshama can prevail. Anything you do with the whole neshama can prevail. He said, when this guy gives me a klola, it's done b'cholav <laughs> When he gives me a klola, it's mamish b'cholav. And therefore I have to worry about it. Bilam undoubtedly, was putting every bit of koyach that he had, and he had a lot of koyachs. As Bolak says, Yodati is He had a lot of koyach. He was putting all of it to destroy Klal Yisrael. 
That was the whole idea. And he knew that the Rebbeinu didn't want him to do it. And that's the whole beginning of the parasha where Shulchei Boa come and they tell Bilam and Bilam says, Linu play will stay over and then again the second time. And the the end is that Bilam Taka goes. And the Rebbeinu angry at Bilam that he goes and the Goyen explains because Bilam went not the way Hashem told him. Hashem told him to go Itam and he went Imam. Famous idea from the Goyen. But all of this means that Bilam really knew what Hashem wanted here. There was such a mixture here by Bilam. On the one hand, Bilam wanted to do what Hashem told him. He's emphatic about it. So on one hand, Bilam seems to be at least in full connection and understanding with the reality that he has nothing to do without Hashem's backing. This is like the schizophrenic behavior of Bilam. On one end, it's very clear that he knew that. And his whole process was a ruchnius process with carbonis and this. He talks about the Rabbanu Shalom as the, 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 that's, that's, everything starts and ends by the Rabbanu Shalom. But the flip side, as the Goran points out, he's going with Sari Bullock and he's doing it the way they want, not the way Hashem wants. So how do we, how do we mitigate that? How do we understand these two characteristics working in concert with, uh, with each other? It's hard to understand. There's one person, Bilam, yet the behavior is really like two two different, completely uh, coming from completely different places. So that's really what I want to try to plug out and try to get a clarity and and go a little bit into the neshama of the Indian. Another incident that leaves us mamish baffled is the whole donkey incident, which was a, a miracle of all ages, a miracle of all times, that the awesome, that the donkey starts talking coherently to Bilam. This P. awesome was created of Shabbos. It was from those miraculous things that was created before Shabbos. And then, but then you you focus in and you read the psukim, just kipshut Shulmikra. And I would say two astounding things you walk away with. One is Bilam's lack of reaction. I mean, your donkey just opened up its mouth and coherently communicated with you. Something which never happened in history. It was a Bria Yivra Hashem together with Pioritz. It was an unbelievable event. It was a historical moment of all ages. And he's talking, he's talking with his donkey. And, and he's telling his donkey that right now I would kill you right now. <laughs> I would, I'd kill you right now. Let's say after the donkey's talking to him. This is what, I mean, your donkey is talking to you. Listen, absorb, think, garnished. Garnished, he's ready to kill the donkey. I was always, I was always, always baffled by the fact that he wanted to kill the donkey. I mean, you got a talking donkey. Why would you kill it? It's probably worth billions. So that's one element of 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 really 
it's amazing. It's just amazing to understand Billum's, you know, like he's brain dead. He's emotional, emotionally dead. He's, he's, where is he? Where is this man? And the other hand, the donkey gets a chance to talk. And the donkey could unleash Billum onto Billum all of his misdeeds and all the places that he went off the tracks. And this is huge. Bilam was, was a mushchis in all ways, his lifestyle, everything about him. And from all the things that the donkey could tell Bilam is that he's, why did you hit me? Which is normal behavior. <laughs> that's, that's normal behavior. Most people hit the donkey. Okay, so Bilam, he shouldn't have hit his donkey. He's a well-behaved donkey. What are you hitting this well-behaved donkey? Good. Chvashtei. But what's pshat? That that's Hashem created the donkey in the pale also, the special donkey with a special mouthpiece, and instead of giving Bilam a pesach Musa Haskell, this is what the this is what the donkey tells. How do we understand that? I read recently that in Eretz Yisrael the attack was a ma'aser. You know, nothing comparative to what happened in our parish, but just to show you how people could be a little bit brain dead that in one of these uh, seminars for Bali Tshuva after the person finished speaking the Rav that was giving the seminar so there's question there's a question answer period and people talk and people share their feelings and emotions so one young fellow a college college boy says you know I want to tell you an amazing story and he tells him how a group of friends him and a group of friends secular friends they, for years, they've been exploring Yiddishkeit. And none of them became from. He says, and we always felt like, you know, if we somehow we hear a message or God sends us a message, you know, we're going we're gonna to end up, we're going to end up listening to the message and, 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 and changing our lifestyle. He says, so we went on this trip. We went to what they call Midbar Yehuda, the deserts, the Judean deserts. And sometimes you have over there Chayas Chois. In this particular time, he says, we, we camped out. And in the middle of the night, we woke up, we heard some kind of sizzling. And one of our friends, his name was Shacha, this, this kid, this, this Israeli boy, Shacha, right, has a poisonous snake wrapped around his neck. Looks like it's about to take him. He's, he's gone. He says, we were all frozen. We're looking at the situation. We are frozen. And Shachar woke up and he was frozen too. And somehow, with no rhyme or reason, the snake just let go and walked away and, and, and went away, creeped away. He says, I want you to know, he says, Shachar became a Balchuva. Today he's a Shemesh Shabbos. This is what the young Israeli. So the guy who says, the, the one giving the seminar, says, and what happened to the rest of the group? I mean, you were a group of guys. What happened with all the rest of you? He says, no, we didn't really, nothing really significantly changed. He said, what do you mean? He said, listen, the snake didn't mess with us. <laughs> the snake didn't mess with us. They were witness to Mamish and Nes 
Shachar changed, but uh, you know, but at least Shachar changed. <laughs> at least Shachar became a Balchuv. Once with Bill. Another element that Chazal teaches about Bilam is that Bilam, that Bilam's also the donkey specifically isolated a, a particular mitzvah that Klaus will do in his rebuke to Bilam, and he said, "Why did you hit me, Shloisha Regolim? Why did the, why did the donkey use the phrase Regolim? Because to be Barabbas that Klaus will go to be a Regel, Shloisha Regolim Basha." So that's what the donkey was conveying to Bilam Arasha. No, the obvious question is why? Why would the donkey pick Dafka that mitzvah when he's giving Musa to Bilam? That's that's the mitzvah Klal Yisrael that the donkey picked. Of course, it's a big thing, but why pick that? There's a fascinating Mishnah Pirkei Ovis. The Mishnah Pirkei Ovis says that there are certain Midas that exist in the Talmidim of Avram Avinu and Lahavdul Bein HaKodesh Bein HaKoyel Bein HaTomei Bein HaTohar There are Midas that exist in the Talmidim of Bilam Arash. And the Mishnah says the following. There's a Mishnah Perakei in Ovis, Mishnah Yutes. If you have these three characteristics, you have Romovinu's Talmud. Shloishat Vorm Achirim is Mitalmidav Shobilam Arash. Avrom's Talmidim have an eye in Toiva, they have a, a, a good eye, an eye that looks to do good. A Ruach Nemucha, and Nefesh Vela. And humility. Humility, both in Ruach and in Nefesh, different elements, the morale explains, that these are Talmud of Shalav Romovinu. If somebody embraces the Midas of Ayin Ra, of having a bad eye, and the Ruach is Gavoya, and the Nefesh is Rechovo, that's Talmud of Shalbulamorosh. So the Kotzke or the Sfasemes, they ask, what shaykh a Talmud of Bilam? Well, that Talmud is generally, we use the phrase Talmud when you're learning something, something positive. Something a shaykh to say, oh, something positive that you learn from this person. That makes sense. That's that's a Talmud. What shaykh a Talmud of Bilam? As I there, that's the Svasemis' question. I always ask the question a little differently. How do we make a contrast with three things between Talmud of Shalav Ramavita and Mishnah Barosha? Talmud of Shalav Ramavita and Mishnah Barosha have zero in common. It's not a question of finding three defining characteristics that differentiate the Talmud of Avramavina from Talmud of Bilam Barosha. Imagine today somebody would say, pick our God will be Israel. And say, I have three things, the differences between that Talmud, Talmudim of them, and if somebody's a Talmud of, 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 of ISIS. What's going on here? And how in the world is the Tana limited to such basic characteristics when L'Chair is so much more? I think the answer here is very simple. 
the answer is an idea that I heard from my Rebbe, Rabbi Yankiv Zatzal, many times. And Rabbi Yankiv always used to say that in history, in, in biblical history, if we look, there were two Gentiles, two famous Gentiles, many Gentiles, two famous, from the most world-famous Gentiles in the Bible, in the, in the Torah. And one of them, talking about in the Tkufa of Klai Yisrael, in the Kufa of, of, of Klai Yisrael, Mountain Torah in the Midbar. One is Yisrael, and one is Bilal. If you think about it, forgetting the different directions that these two people went, there's something really amazing about these two people. Yisrael had everything working against him. He was a, he was an idol worshiper. He was a he worshipped every idol in the world. He was he was he was a total isfarf. That was Yisrael. And Bilam had the most unbelievable background. He was a novi alikim. He was a novi kemoisha. He was the highest level prophecy. That's what he reached the highest level prophecy possible. Yet. Yana Yisrael with all his chesreinus ends up becoming from the most chashev. He becomes a leader of the Klal Yisrael, the father-in-law of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Bilam Arusha goes down in the sewers of all time, in the Gehenim of all time. Kabyankiv said, you have to capture it. You have to look at it, try, try to define it. And Kabyankiv said, really? It was one midah. It was one characteristic that made Yisrael who he was. And it was one characteristic that destroyed Bilam. Yisrael was a stubborn makertaiva. With stubbornness, he was makertaiva. He always recognized the good that was done. He always saw what others did for him. Or what others did, period. For others. The good that was done by others. And that's why he went against Pari and Mitzrayim. He wasn't a Jew lover. He had no connection. He, this is way before Moshe Rabbeinu and Klai Yisrael. He, he was against Klai Yisrael being slaves for the simple reason, as the, as the Medrash says, that where's Yaakov Satan? This nation helped you out. Yosef was the Mashbir. Yosef is the one who saved Egypt from destruction. How could you do this to the descendants of Klai Yisrael? Just a course at Torah. Moshe comes to Midian years later. Ishmitzri, the daughters come home and they say there was an Egyptian guy who ran away from Egypt, Nebuchadnezzar, a troublemaker. He was in trouble with the law. He saved us by the well. Vazot Yisrael. Bring him in. I want to bring him to me. I want to give him. I want to give him food. From there he was zeichet to everything that he was zeichet. Bilam says Rabbi Yankif was a kafu toiva. He only looked into himself what fee, what serves his moment. And Mamela, because he was kafu toiva, he went down to the depths of, of Gehenna. No matter all the milas that he had going for him, he embraced a characteristic that didn't allow him to make anything of all of those milas. And thus is the insight. That is the insight. With this, we can understand why Bilam remains brain dead. Because so long that you are obsessed with yourself, 
and you want more and more Mitainli Boak Maloy Kazov. He knew he can't. He knew what he can't do. He can't go against Hashem. Right? He knew that conceptually. But as long as there's a opportunity for him, for him, for Bilam as Bilam, he's so super focused on that that he gets distracted from even the elementary things that he knows. As soon as he's going with Surrey Bullock, it's back. He's back to Bilam. Bilam for Bilam's sake. Make Bilam great again. That's Bilam. That's who Bilam is. Bilam is Bilam is Bilam. Sesuma Oyen. The Bali Musa, it's already found in Medroshin. Say that a person has two eyes, one for others. He was always, he was, he said he had one eye, but I want to say it's not just a physical blemish. He, he couldn't see anything for others. That was Bilam. And Mimela Bilam was able to be a spiritually connected person on the one hand, the same time blind and use all his kreches to go against the Rabbi And one thing didn't relate to the other. And Mimela, when his donkey started talking to him, he said, it was nothing. He was just thinking about Bilam. Bilam and Bilam. You didn't serve me and you didn't treat me. And I would kill you now. He, he was a Bolivian, living in oblivion. Mamish living in oblivion. Because he was living in his own world. And nothing else existed. Nothing else existed. Comes his donkey and his donkey tells him, So this is I'm Bilam. You should know. Kalal Yisrael, the nation that you're trying to curse, is going to be defended by the Rabbani Shalal. Because you're coming with a koyach of kofi toiva, and they're coming with a koyach of makir toiva. And we know that the Seif HaChinuch says, and many of the Rishenim explain that the Indian of Ali L'Regel is during these times, and that's why Ali L'Regel is always connected to the seasons, Chag and Chag because these are the times where we could show that we recognize where we have all our blessings. That's the idea of Ali L'Regel. That's the idea of Ali L'Regel. And that's therefore what the donkey zeroed in. That's why if you look at Ali L'Regel, it says, Because the idea of going to be Ali L'Regel was to crown the Rabbi And to give credit where credit is due. And that's what the donkey was telling. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu he was like cost because Claudius was a nation of Makatova. It wasn't a free ride that we got. Claudius was the nation of Makatova. And that's why the donkey's Musa the Bilam was I am your donkey. Look, I'm talking to you. And he still didn't listen. He still didn't listen. Because that was the key. Comes the Mishnah Perkyovas and says. You think, first of all, you think Bilam had nothing positive. He was a spiritual king. He was a Novi Kamaisha. There's plenty Shiurim to go to by Bilam. You could be a Talmud of Bilam. You could be a Talmud of Bilam and end up a Bilam. If you have the same Ayin Ra, you have the same Gaiva, you have the same self absorbedness, you could end up like him. And you think that Avram Avinu 
if you're not zoicher to the meira seinayim of Avram Avinu, all of Avram Avinu's milus, you think you can't connect him? Says the Mishnah, there's a characteristic of Avram Avinu that could make you a Talmud Muvik. Have an ayin toiva. Have a ruach namucha, nefesh shvela. Embrace Avram's awareness of others. Avram's chesed, Avram's hakoras toiva. And if you do that, you will, you, in your day and age, you will become a Talmud of Avram Avinu. You will get the schus of being that Talmud. And this is something we have to think about all the time. That big sections of our lives can get impacted by what we would think is little things. Nothing is little. Nothing is little. We should all be zeichet to the midas taka from Avram Avinu, from Ayin Toiva. And we'll be zeichetaka to be Talmido of Shalavom Avinu and to Mitzvah Shem, the Anachas Ruch, some Rabbeinu Shalalam into the world.